Welcome to City Stories, the podcast by Energy Cities. I'm Miriam Eisenman and I'm your host. This podcast is for those who want to learn how cities go about with the energy transition, how they take action with courage and creativity. The city of Vienna is often quoted as an outstanding example of urban renewal, which is people-centered. From urban gardening to shared mobility solutions, when it comes to good governance and urban development planning, hardly any other city is breaking the ground as much as Vienna does. Is this one reason why the Austrian capital is regularly rated as the world's most livable city? My guest today is Stefan Hartmann. He's an experienced urban planner and the project manager of the Smarter Together Vienna project. Smarter Together, an EU-funded project, allowed for the implementation of over 40 very specific actions in Vienna's low-income district of Simmering. How is smartness being used to give more weight to the voices and interests of the residents? Today, Stefan takes us behind the scenes of this ambitious, large-scale demonstration project. Stefan joins me now. Pleasure to have you on City Stories. Hello, Miriam. First, let me ask you what the pandemic has re revealed to us all when it comes to life in cities. Solidarity, for example, has strongly increased, I think, during those past months. And many people actually even rediscovered the, the sense of the word neighbor in, in neighborhoods. Uh, also, our homes have become our workplaces. So many things have changed quite a lot. What is your perception as an urban planner and also as a resident of, of Vienna um, of COVID's impact on urban life and on urban planning? Yeah, my current perception is, of course, that the whole field of um, public space um, becomes a much more important factor um, especially in a dense city like Vienna, if you um, have to go outside your apartment at the end or at the beginning of a home working day or homeschooling day, um, it's very necessary to have some um, yeah, open space, place for walking, place for recreation. And yeah, and how to organize this in a very dense city, this open space with all the demands on traffic and, uh, and um, yeah, other recreation functionalities. So this will be um, also a future very important strategic field. And mm -hmm. of course, it's also how to take care, especially about our, of our youngest um, 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 people, residents. also mm. residents, and also to take care of, of elderly people who may be alone, who cannot do the shopping um, so good, or have um, they need some small little helping hands. Um, <laughs> um, the, the one on the other day, I think this is also an important field about yeah, social, social inclusion. Exactly. And I think um, in Vienna, the social aspect has always played a big role. Your city is also one with a very high share of social housing, for example. And I know Vienna did not wait for COVID-19 to transform and adapt itself. The city has a long-standing tradition of urban renewal already. Can you take us back to, to the beginning of this? When did it start and how did it evolve? Yes, so like after the rebuilding of the Second World War, 
um, towards the 1960s or 1970s, um, the action of urban renewable um, became um, more and more important. And there were different discussions, also different laws and strategies. But very soon it became clear that um, urban renewable is a very um, cooperative process which has to be done together with the people. Um, we call this um, sanfte Stadterneuerung, which you can translate to soft urban renewable, um, which means that you not um, empty the houses or break down um, whole neighborhoods or houses, but you refurbished the building, the old building stock, together with the people and the people who lived there before can live there afterwards in a better condition. So it's really the benefit of the people. Um, over the last um, decades, I would say more than 300,000 flats have been refurbished only with subsidies, as a subsidized refurbished. We had a huge demand of, of substandard flats, mostly rented flats in the old building stocks with, with no toilet in the room sometimes, with um, insufficient um, bath or, or, um, and yeah, um, ins installations or infrastructure. So these are mm -hmm. mostly now um, gone. So this is a uh, much, much better standard. So the city of the 19th century have been uh, um, refurbished a lot um on this and yeah we, it's a huge success when you walk around vienna now and compare this with the situations maybe in the 70s or 80s yeah mm -hmm. i i really like this term of soft soft urban renewal it's the first time i, I hear it um it's really nice to explain to which extent the the citizens are also part of this whole transformation and one trend is that the city of the 21st century is a smart city vienna is often called so as well when did vienna start including smartness in in its long-term strategies and policies yeah that that's a good question of course there have been um Yeah, urban development plans um, since the, the 80s or sooner. Um, this whole thing about smart city really started in 2010, 2011. Those days, 2013, then I started myself working for the city of Vienna um, for the development of the first smart city Vienna framework strategy which mm -hmm. was um, formally approved by the city council 2014. So this 2014 was the date when Vienna has uh, his fir its first smart city uh, strategy with smart city in the name also. Yeah, the smartness of the goals, of course, it's important for a smart city strategy. Of course, also quantitative goals. So how much CO2, how much energy you want to save until when and, and so on. But also the smartness um, for Vienna lies very much in the connected topics. So that smart city is not only um, the aim of an ICT department or of an energy department, but a smart city combines um, 
innovative fields of action with very social fields of action with health and education and of course the resource fields of action you know, like energy co2 um, and also a refurbishment urban renewable so this very connected topic are important and of course the city of vienna with this with its history of a very strong city that takes care of a lot of fields of life um, um, with a strong um, um, service-oriented um, um, approach for general fields of interest like health, education, housing. Vienna has here huge assets. So that's why you can understand that the smart city strategy um, is also a very a, a broad um, um, agenda in Vienna and not um, monothematic, um, mm -hmm. I would say. This is the, the, the main point. Mm -hmm. And let's look uh, at concretely how this smart strategy translates into real actions on the ground. We do this interview also in the framework of the Smarter Together project that I already mentioned in the introduction. Um, so within this project, you had the chance to work on smart project solutions in different fields, refurbishment, energy, mobility, data management as well. What were some outstanding achievements from your point of view, something that you could mention and that could inspire other urban practitioners who want to go smart, but in, in that soft uh, sense and cross-cutting sense that you were just mentioning? Yes, of course. Yeah, um, that's the main point to, to um, come to implementation from the strategies. In Smart Together, first of all, it was the refurbishment of different residential buildings from the 1920s to the 1980s. So 65,000 mm -hmm. square meter of uh, residential living space have been refurbished. Then, of course, different um, um, new mobility solutions like a car sharing in one of these um, housing and residential areas. Also a new um, mobility station, the mm -hmm. mobile uh, station we call it in Vienna, an integrated mobility hub um, physically where you can combine different sharing and smart mobility solutions at one um, stations on the streets. Mm -hmm. Like what, for um, example? Like um, uh, e-cargo e bike, um, e-bikes and, and car sharing slots and um, um, charging station for e-cars and um, bike depot boxes mm -hmm. and and, the, and an air pump and small benches and so on. Yeah, like these are um, um, examples um, of this first station we did in Smarter Together. Meanwhile, meanwhile, five more stations have been implemented. Also, with one with with scooters one with the bike repair box. So not every station looks the same and has the same services, but they are every every time there are um, 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 additional and, and, and new um, mobility solutions in combination with public transport um, for the future um, sustainable mobility system. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, in what else in Smarter Together, we had... Um, enlargement and modernization of a school with a very great um, 
energy system with a zero um, energy concept so that the school, um, um, the new school building produces um, the energy it needs um, on um, the spot itself. There are four um, zero energy gyms. Um, the mm -hmm. system is working very shortly explained with uh, photovoltaics. They power a heat pump with a geothermal um, supply. Mm -hmm. So you can um, heat up the school in, in winter and also temperature it and cool it down in, in summer. And you have um, solar thermal installations for the recreation of the geothermal heat storage. And also this uh, solar thermal is um, feeding in and supporting the district heating system. And mm -hmm. the district heating system is very important also for this um, area and also is um, connected with the old part of the school building. So um, I think a, a very um, future-oriented energy system, which is now replicated more and more in Vienna. And then we have five uh, photovoltaic systems um, implemented uh, within Smarter Together. Every system for with a little bit different scope. Um, one system is supporting the warm water for one a residential um, area. Another system is used for the, the um, get general parts of these residential buildings. Um, the photovoltaic at the school I just explained, and then we have two other photovoltaic systems at industrial um, sites supporting their energy demand and also cooling facilities and also mobility um, charging um, stations. Then we implemented also a data platform in Smarter Together, a, a funny fact that uh, the first um, at the start of the project, we um, didn't thought about the data platform, but this was like a demand and uh, from the European Commission for Smarter Together. So, of course, you cannot mm -hmm. have a smart city project without a smart <laughs> data platform. Um, so we also implemented this, but it turned out very um, efficient and very successful awesome. because mm -hmm. we... Because we um, used all um, real-time data for, from the Smarter Together project, for example, from the buildings, the heat meters, electricity meters are now um, running through this data platform. We use it for monitoring, but we use it already for different other use cases and implemented this data platform within the city's um, IT system to use it mm -hmm. for further public data demands and real-life data sharing between the city and other um, entities. Everything you just mentioned is very much about technology and, and data-driven. How do you balance this with social interventions? I mean, Zimmering is a, a working-class district with rather low-income families. Um, so how did you involve those people? How did you communicate with them or which uh, place space did communication take uh, throughout the, the the project implementation yes uh, very very important i think this is the basic um, for everything um, you have to um, um, you, you have to think about um, um, people living in, in these residential um, buildings um, a refurbishment process is a huge um, um, 
transformation for their daily life. You have an, an, an um, re re you have a reconstruction for one or two years. Um, you have a lot of demands for information to to communicate your um, um, needs uh, and so on and so forth. So to accompany the people uh, towards this um, big change, uh, to, to have this change management and this um, in, uh, in mind, um, to have a very low level communication uh, on, on, on eye level, for example, not to... Um, to address a whole group when you have a meeting with residents, but we had a setting with, with small groups. We had a setting where you have um, specialized people on the ground um, where people can uh, meet them day for day at, a, at the office, di direct at their residential buildings or mm -hmm. at, a, uh, at an office uh, within the uh, residential uh, building that we, we didn't Within an empty flat, you have you, have, you see the future um, state of your of the, your house, and you can meet the, the technical officer uh, there and not go to an, any telephone hotline. Whenever it's possible, um, um, take um, their um, um, ideas and interests into the building process. For example, when you did some um, um, open space reconstruction, um, have some materials or color um, um, design um, um, scenarios so they can choose if you mm -hmm. have common spaces for these um, housing areas, how to use them. So whenever it's possible to really um, work together in a co-creation um, method with these residents, um, this, this is uh, really a success factor because it's a lot of work we need to um, in, um, do and invest to build on trust with the people so they can trust the city and the developments, uh, developers and the people who are in charge. And this um, is pushing the whole process because otherwise you will have maybe legal processes, you have... Um, 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 delays for many, many years. We see this in other projects in Vienna. So this participation, um, this, this information and participation with uh, citizens and residents, especially in refurbishment buildings, is not just for um, um, not just for it's not, not just an add-on or, or a small little part. So it's really the basis to get mm -hmm. these very complex processes done yeah? and and also find solutions when, for example. Uh, the elevator is not running for two months and you are a 75-old lady in the 10th <laughs> floor. What are you going to mm. do? Um, and mm. and after we, we organized, like in other buildings, uh, um, a service where literally these people were uh, carried um, by two people um, over the floors. And, and they That's had not just, in, not just in corona situation, but also before we had this... Um, food deliver, delivery for, for people who are living in these refurbishment houses. And for example, uh, when old people need um, by year free entrances or stair elevators, so you, 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 we found also solutions to install them um, within the costs of the refurbishment. So they have um, also to, for elderly people um, and so on and so forth. So I can bring a lot of 
small um, examples in every refurbishment projects, small and bigger things can go wrong. Um, this is normal life. Yeah? Refurbishment is not a smooth um, process. It's, it's dusty and dirty also in 2021, you know, it's, it's mm -hmm. not an process yeah and it's summertime and the electricity is gone for one day and your refrigerator is melted of course yeah mm -hmm. this is happening yeah and the people on holiday and so on and so forth or the uh, and and whenever it comes to this situation then you are really happy that you can just go um for 100 meters and meet their colleagues of us which are contracted by the developer, for example, in Smarter Together, and they have their box, their info box, their office directly there on the spot. And you have this communication process very low level, and you can organize and clear things very smoothly, directly. And, and this, this is the challenge for a, a good quality and um, refurbishment process, not in technical sense, but that the result is also working um, at, the, at the end and, and has a benefit um, also for the people there. And you were mentioning that you involved experts also in those communication or participation processes. Who were these experts or facilitators and who maybe uh, as a more broader question, who are the, the, the organizations or people that you work with and that are really helpful in those uh, different processes and who were really crucial also in this whole endeavor uh, of Smarter Together. Yeah, the example of Smarter Together, three, three examples of actors for one big um, housing um, estate. There was uh, the company called Wohnbund Consult They were contracted by the owner of these buildings, by the um, Social Housing Association and Wombund Consult. They are experts um, in participation, communication processes and um, create and co-create things with um, residents or tenants of, of these um, housing facilities. So they have uh, planning or maybe communication or social background, but are During Smarter Together, they also became a kind of semi-refurbishment uh, mm -hmm. refurbishment experts because, because they did a lot of interface work with residents and the contracting building companies, the architects, the planning, the energy planners, you know, you know mm -hmm. so that they were an, an, an interconnecting actor, very, very important. Kind of similar, we have another um, actor, which are called Wohnpartner. Wohnpartner is the um, tenants and um, social and communication um, organization, I would say, for all the city-owned um, social um, housing buildings. So Vienna has um, 220.000 flats um, in its own um, assets. So they are city-owned housing um, um, buildings and mm -hmm. one, one partner is there for the tenant communications of this city-owned housing stock. Um, so they organized uh, residential meetings. They organized, um, um, for example, questionnaires, um, participation um, activities, 
and and this um, ongoing um, day-for-day um, interconnected communications. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were very important for, for these buildings. And of course, um, also important to mention is the urban uh, renewal office of the city of Vienna. They have more than 40 years experience in Vienna. There are um, private companies contracted by the city of Vienna for every district or for certain areas to mm-hmm. work as uh, the, uh, the urban renewal office of the city of Vienna called Gebietsbetreuung. And they were also active in Smarter Together in this district. And they, uh, for example, um, have created this Simmobile, so a mobile info container, which was um, all around the district over years in Smarter Together. And they informed about the mobility solutions, about energy solutions, about activities we did with the people, about the refurbishment, and, and a whole different kind of um, um, activities and possibilities for this um, smart or climate transformation. And they were very experienced on the ground. They have different um, they have different people speaking different languages. So they had a very low level, a very um, easy contact with the people direct in public space, for example, but also with different events and so on. Yeah, I think you had the advantage of already being very advanced in many of those fields and the project was kind of helpful to produce new add-ons to those existing processes and to make sure that you can kind of develop them and make them evolve. And I guess that's also the case now that Smarter Together uh, is finished. Um, you are certainly harvesting things that you can reuse in, in new initiatives, new projects. Um, maybe to wrap up what, what was so special for you of uh, Smarter Together and what are you taking with you now or reusing now in, in new um, initiatives? Yeah, we are a big, big fans of Smarter Together or this whole call behind, of course, because first of all, it's a cross-cutting, cross-thematic approach. So it's not only refurbishment, it's not only mobility, it's not only participation, co-creation, or not only the transformation of the energy systems or the district heating systems, but it's combining all of this in one project, in, in, in one initiative, in, and, and of course, in one urban lab, in one district. And this has a lot of synergies and a lot of added values. Also, it means this, this broad approach brings you further and it's really like not the it's more than the sum of the um, different parts so this mm-hmm. is one key aspect the other key aspect is this demonstration of new innovative um, solutions not completely new uh, prototypes sometimes out of the lab but firstly demonstrated in this and that certain urban context, so you have a, a demonstration approach with with a lot of innovation aspects. So you have um, like solutions like the car sharing or the energy systems or certain logistic solutions we had or e-cars or e-vehicles. You uh, first test in a real life situation in this district and you can um, 
very good um, see the benefits, the added values where it needs further development. So it mm -hmm. really come further. So it's not just the theoretical words, but this demonstration work. And mm -hmm. um, also this broad cooperation, of course, with industry and uh, small companies, with the civil society, with the residents, or, uh, with the residents, the people in the district, but also with uh, research um, and science and ma many different, of course, uh, municipal, uh, public um, uh, departments and also companies. So where it is collaboration approach, where when you when you mix up different people from different backgrounds in one project like Smarter Together, uh, sometimes magic is happening and you come <laughs> further. So this is really funny to work and really um, inspiring. And all of these aspects and some more aspects, we are now really continuing in Vienna. So the, the working title is really for us um, Smarter Together 2.0. Smarter Together 2.0 was also the, um, um, the the initiative which was approved by the city council last year, and we call it now um, Wienneu Plus. And Wienneu Plus is an urban renewable program for the next 10 years. We're gonna work on up to six different districts in the city of Vienna. Um, and all in the all is relied on smarter together. So smarter together is here was here the basic for us, like our 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 first um, 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 laboratory. And we now continuing this with within the city of Vienna with a lot of um, city-owned money and resources with a Wiener Plus. So we replicating the not just the parts of smarter together and different solutions, but we replicating. The whole um, um, methodology and the whole project itself. Yeah. You know what? I I would love to hear so much more of Smarter Together because uh, I think the the project was so vast and you did so many things at at different levels with the people and with the different stakeholders. Um, the time is is running out, and I'm quite glad to hear that there is already uh, a, a succeeding project with Vinoy Plus. So I think we definitely have an opportunity to talk again, and you can share uh, what what has been um, implemented in other neighborhoods and what has been taken from Smarter Together. Um, overall, what you did and what you do in Vienna is, is really remarkable. Vienna has been a declining city at the end of the 80s, as you were saying at the beginning, and it turned really into becoming a, a super vibrant place. And um, your city is really a proof that the more residents are involved and are allowed to co-design their city. And I think that's also kind of sped up with the current di digitalization push that we experienced since uh, a few months and years, that the more a city can also become resilient. Um, and this is even more important um, when we look at yeah the current pandemics and certainly um, further upcoming pandemics. Um, urban planning is really uh, something, if, if it's based on participative processes, as is the case uh, in Vienna, and I'm really, really glad you, you helped us to understand better how that works uh, in your city. Um, I, I hope that this type of urban planning can also allow us to make our cities more resilient. And um, yeah, so I, I really thank you very much, Stefan, for, for joining me on City Stories, and I wish you good luck 
for Vinoy Plus and anything else that might come in the near future. Thank you very much. It was good to talk with you. Thank you. For those who want to get more information, have a look at the Smarter Together website, smarter-together.eu, where you can learn more about the three lighthouse cities in the project Lyon, Vienna and Munich, and much more.